Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Aloha Podcast. In this week's segment, I would like to discuss the question of whether someone who is traveling or someone who does not have a house must or can light Hanukkah candles. So, for instance, can someone who is flying on an airplane on Hanukkah light Hanukkah candles on the plane? What about someone who is on a cruise on a ship or someone who is driving in the car overnight? What about someone who is going camping on Hanukkah? And they're staying in the tent or just sleeping under the stars in the sleeping bag. Can they light Hanukkah candles? Do they need to light Hanukkah candles? These are a lot of interesting questions, so let's get some clarity on the subject. The post can discuss these scenarios at length, and the main question in these cases is whether the mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles is a chorivas agof, a personal obligation, or a chorivas bias, an obligation on the house. To clarify, what that means is if lighting Hanukkah candles is a chovas agof, a personal obligation, then the mitzvah has nothing to do with whether a person has a house or is located in the house. The fact that the person is a mitzvah is Jew, but a mitzvah is Jew means that they have an obligation to light Hanukkah candles wherever they are. Chovas bias, which means it's an obligation on the house, would mean that the mitzvah is to do with the house. The mitzvah has to do with the house needing to have Hanukkah candles lit in them, and the mitzvah is not dependent on whether the person is obligated in their own merit, and it would only apply to someone who has a house where they are lighting at. So, one more time, the main question is whether Hanukkah candles is a personal obligation not related to a house, and therefore it applies to someone on a plane, on a boat, in a car, tent, or sleeping bag, or is the mitzvah related specifically to a house, and you aren't obligated or able to light in those cases. A post can bring many proofs one way or another, but the main proof that's discussed is from Rashi and Shabbos. The Gemara teaches that Chazal enacted what's called Birkas Aroa, the Baruch of someone for someone who sees Hanukkah candles. What this means is that even someone who is not lighting candles on Hanukkah should still try to see Hanukkah candles that someone else lit in order to remember the Hanukkah miracle. If someone who cannot light Hanukkah candles sees someone else's candles, then they are actually allowed to recite the bracha of Shalasinism of Asenu, as well as the bracha of Shachayonu, assuming that they have not made Shachayonu already on a different night. So Rashi wonders when this scenario is relevant. Why wouldn't someone be able to light Hanukkah candles? Strictly speaking, you only have to light one candle. So what could be so hard about getting a hold of some candles, one candle, and lighting it? When is it relevant that you have someone who's not lighting and they have to make a bracha on just seeing the candles? So Rashi answers that the case of Berchas is someone who is traveling on a boat on Hanukkah and that's why they can't light. Many posts can understand that Rashi means to say that a boat is not a house and even if the person had candles on the boat, they still can't fulfill the mitzvah because you can only have a mitzvah in a house. They explain that Rashi must hold that lighting Hanukkah candles is indeed a chovah sabayis, house obligation, and that's why you cannot light Hanukkah candles on a boat. Based on this understanding, the Marsham rules that someone who is traveling overnight on a train can light Hanukkah candles on the train. And he explains that even though the mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles is a Chovas Habayis obligation on the house, like we saw in Rashi, a train would be considered a house for this purpose. Even though Rashi is saying that a boat is not a house, that's talking about a boat from the time of the Gemara, which, which was rickety and small, and therefore is not considered a house. Not so a train, which even though it's not a conventional house, but it's still somewhat of a dwelling place, a lounge there, you might have a, a sleeping car, 
a restaurant car, and especially when it has the capacity to accommodate an overnight trip, it would be considered a house and you could light on the train. So again, this means that you need a house for lighting candles. That's why you can't light on Rashi's case of a rickety boat, but you could light in a more permanent structure such as a train. Many poskim follow the Marsham's understanding of Rashi that you need a house to be able to light Hanukkah candles, but they greatly debate how to apply the Marsham's distinction between Rashi's boat, which is not a house for Hanukkah candle lighting purposes, and the train, which is a house for Hanukkah candle lighting purposes. Does a house for lighting mean that it needs to have a roof? Well, a car is covered like a train, but it that may not have the status of a house regarding the obligation of a mezuzah, so maybe you can't light in the car. Would that mean you could light in a van or in a truck? If you can't light in the car, a plane is basically a train, just in the air. But on the other hand, we don't really find the concept in the halacha of a house that's suspended in the air. A boat definitely sounds like a train, but you need to have your own room, and people sleep over and live in tents, but is that really permanent enough? enough of a structure to be considered a house, given the fact that you might take it down the next morning, and for sure someone that's sleeping overnight under the stars, for sure can't light with a bracha or light at all, because that's for sure not a house. So, the post can definitely deal with a great amount of controversy regarding what would be considered a house, even according to the Marsham. So again, basically one approach in the post can is that you do need a house to light Hanukkah candles, but that doesn't necessarily mean you need a permanent house with a garage and an address. However, whether all of the cases we mentioned are considered a house or not is very unclear. However, many poskim, including the Tzitz Eliezer, the Aznibru, and the Mishnah Lachos, argue on the above proof from Rashi. They say that all Rashi meant was that it's not practical to light candles on a boat either because it's dangerous, or it could also be that the person in Rashi's case was at sea and just didn't have a way to buy any candles. Therefore, there is no grounds to prove from Rashi that the mitzvah of Hanukkah candles is a chayvah spice obligation only on the house. Rather, the mitzvah is a chayvah skaver personal obligation, regardless of whether a person has a house or not, and you can light Hanukkah candles in all of our cases, including someone who is sleeping under the stars. So again, many other posts can rule, that the mitzvah to light Hanukkah candles is a Chovas Gavra, personal obligation, and you can fulfill the mitzvah on the plane, train, boat, car, tent, or sleeping bag. It's important to note also that there's a great deal of debate whether you can use an electric candelabra to fulfill the mitzvah of Hanukkah candles, and most posts can rule that you cannot make a bracha if you use an electric light for a menorah. So, to conclude, because this question is so controversial, and because of the question about lighting an electric menorah, the postgame advised that a person in any of the above scenarios who is married should make sure that his wife lights at their house, and that way he can fulfill his obligation to light through her lighting and avoid these controversies. Additionally, if a person in any of these situations will get home or to a permanent dwelling place such as a hotel later on at night, then they should light there when they arrive and avoid the question as well by not lighting until they get to a permanent structure. If neither of these solutions are an option, the rabbi should be contacted for direct guidance on the proper halacha for each scenario. So again, if someone's married, then the wife should probably light on his behalf in their home. If the person's going to get somewhere else, like a hotel, later on at night, then they should light there when they arrive. And otherwise, the person should contact a rabbi halachic authority to find out what the proper 
thing would be to do in, in, in any of these cases.